0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Atlanta Braves with MLB.com's Braves beat reporter, Mark Bowman. Mark, as we speak, there is a deal in process, a deal that did not at first appear to involve the Braves and now really kind of seems to center on the Braves. Uh, And and in fact, um, Alex Wood, who for a brief moment looked like maybe a chip for... The Dodgers, to flip, is apparently going to stay in L.A. He's not going anywhere for David Price, assuming this deal gets done. So from the Braves' perspective, as, as this enormous trade or multiple trades uh, begins to shake down as we wait for it to get done, Alex Wood, Jose Peraza going out the door, Hector Oliveira apparently coming in, what's the thought process here? Because this is a, a fairly jarring, not just, not just a, a big move, but seemingly a change of direction for the Braves.
2: Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, especially from all we've heard about Jose Peraza uh, over the last year since he has established himself as the club's top prospect. You've heard about how, you know, his speed is uh, he, going to play at the top of the lineup, whether he's going to be the leadoff hitter or Alex Smith, either, either way, uh, he was going to be the kind of player that they were looking for uh, to, to place up there at the top of their lineup. Now, this year, it's it, with Triple A, his on-base percentage has been, you know, mediocre, three, around 320 most of the uh, last month or two. Um, he doesn't hit for power. You've heard, you know, the Braves express some concerns about that. But let's remember, you know, he, he's 21 years old. He just turned 21 on April 30th. He played 40 games at Double I, I don't think that should have been too much of a concern. But what this gets down to is this. The Braves wanted Hector Oliveira bad this this past off. You know they, they just did not have the money to compete with the Dodgers. So in the end, uh, given their second chance to get him, what they're essentially doing, is the, when they didn't have the $62 million uh, to match the deal with the Dodgers, now they're going to give up Jose Peraza and Alex Wood, their bright futures, for Oliveira, get some value with Paco Rodriguez, and get a draft pick next year. But this all focuses on adding Oliveira to their mix, and, um, a guy who I asked for a comp today from a guy who is very familiar with him. This wasn't necessarily a was fight like. fans, but Tr- Ms. Fryman was what I was given. You know, a guy who, you know, for many years uh, could be 25 to, uh, you, could, you know, account for him to hit around 300 with 25 homers. You know, decent production. Um, I'm a little bit surprised. If you, if you would ask me who I would have given up, I would have given up uh, Julio Teron instead of Alex Wood at the same time. It, sometimes it doesn't matter what you want to give up; it's what the other wants. We have heard the Dodgers have, have had a lot of interest in Alex Wood, uh, a guy who, yes, you, you look at his delivery. Are there injury concerns with the, the odd delivery? Yeah, but he has not been hurt ever since he had Tommy John surgery. Yeah. He hasn't had any any kind of arm uh, injury whatsoever uh, since his freshman year at the University of Georgia. And you know, I, I just I really like his competitive fire. I like the the way he competes, and then I just saw a knock against Tehran, but just given the, the twist between the two, I realize in terms of stuff and repertoire, Tehran has, you know, it's more impressive. But hey, this is the this is the way it looks like they're going.
0: I, I do I wonder because Wood, I don't think anybody really saw Alex Wood ever developing into a one, and that's fine. But he did, as you kind of noted look like a guy you could really just kind of pencil into your rotation for a bunch of years at this point. I mean, he looked like a guy that you just sort of say, okay, we've got the three-spot or the two-spot settled really until that 2017 target date and maybe beyond that. And so it's interesting to me to part with a high-floor guy like that, with a guy that you really kind of know is going to be pretty good. For a team that, this is not a long-term rebuild. This is not a team that's going to wait five years. This is a team that wants to compete no later than two years. And I think, you know, competed this year uh, and probably doesn't want to punt next year. And so what I'm wondering is, you take Wood out, and, and there's a whole lot of exciting arms, but a whole lot of uncertainty. How do the Braves see their rotation shaking down in 2016-2017, Shelby Miller is going to be there. They've got Whistler. They don't really know what they're going to do with Fultonevich. It just seems like taking Wood out of that really removes kind of a stable piece and, and increases the the uncertainty of what they do in that rotation.
2: No, no doubt about it. I, I thought that,
0: uh, and obviously, if you took Tehran out, you're
2: still going to be looking for a piece as well. Um, maybe the the easiest solution would have been just to. To hold on to both of them, they are still hoping. You know, they look at Mike Foltynewicz and they they look at his stuff, they look at his attitude, they look at his approach to the game, and they say this guy can fit in the eighth or ninth inning easily. You know, he he, he projects to be in that kind of guy, but they want to see if he can be effective like he was on uh, Wednesday night in Baltimore with with just his power stuff. He uh, shy away a little bit from the slider. Starting, he's starting to throw a finger, He only threw one. Uh, during Wednesday's game. But just to do, they want to continue to see where he's going. But, but as you mentioned, you've got Miller. Um, if, I think they'll. this means they will keep Teron. Whistler, they, they love what they've seen from him. Um, you know, Max Freed is still a few years away. I, will, I don't even know if we could even project him for 2017. Question mark about Fulton. You've got Williams Perez. But what I think this signals is they're going to have about 50 to $60 million. Uh, to play with um, this offseason. And that, some of that will depend on whether they keep Cameron Nathan, Um and where they would get a little bit of additional money, get uh, closer to that $60 million mark. I, I think that they may go after a pitcher. They'll also look for a catcher. I think Matt Wheaters is obviously the easy solution uh, on the free agent market or the easy target on the uh, free agent market. But I really think they're going to continue to – to see if they can get the, the Brewers to give up uh, Luke Roy. He, he is their number one target in terms of the catcher's position. And if they do uh, decide to to move uh, away from, you know, thinking that Bethancourt is their future in fact there. But, you know, there will be a lot of starting pitchers available. I think they will use some of that money uh, to target one of the top guys.
0: What is still to come just in the next 26 and a half hours as we talk here? What? Um, we have talked about some parting with some sort of pieces around the edges. Can you see them still making additional moves before the deadline?
2: Yeah, I, I do. I mean, a lot of it has to do with you know, as long as this this deal gets done, that you know, that that will take care of a lot of what they wanted to uh, address uh, before the trade deadline. I still think Cameron Maven is in play. Uh, with that being said, I think they would rather he, he has. You know since the all star break which is only you know a handful of games here two weeks worth of games uh you know he's he's, he's has struggled a little bit he's hit about two hundred since the all star break hasn't been the same before um and thats that's always been that fear is they' don't, they're they don't want to hold on to to him too long to where his value dips back down to where it was when they acquired him before this season um so that they'll they'll continue to listen for him. Uh, about him, but I was told earlier this week, unless we are blown away, we will keep him. You know, at least through this week. That's that's a deal that maybe you look at uh, during the off season when we play. Maybe better if you receive better offers. Um, I, I can't say they'll definitely hold on to him, but uh, you know they'll continue to try to trade trade Chris Johnson. Um, you know, but we, we've been talking about that forever. As one guy within the organization once or told me at one point. Uh, Recently, I'd give a week or a week or a month of my life. He said, "I don't want to give it up right now at this point in my life, but I'll, I'll give it up at, at, some, at the end of my life if I can get dealt this week." So they are. They'll continue to uh, to work on that uh, that end of this this trade, and uh, uh, I really don't see too many other big deals. But at the same time, with with John Capelletti and uh, John Hart, you know, we, we've learned you can never. You never sleep, and, and uh, I'll tell you this, if this deal with the Dodgers and Marlins does not happen, that will motivate them even more. They'll find something to uh, to get done.
0: Is Pruszynski a guy who still could be out the door? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I for, forgot
2: to mention him. Uh, you know, he's he, the, the, there's two two schools of thought on that. Uh, Pruszynski, you, you keep him around, that, that allows you to – he can, t- can continue to have an impact on these young pitchers. Uh, the development for the next two months, he's a guy I think they need to bring back next year in a backup role. I think he's been that, he's been that good of a fit with this club. Uh, the other end of that, you know, if you trade him now, allow him to go uh, try to win a title with another club. And in the process, you're giving Bethancourt a chance to play on an everyday basis. You truly get a better feel during that span. Uh, what you have with that's important. You know, do you really want to go in another direction should you go chase Luke Croy or Wieters or, or somebody else during the off season?
0: All right. Well, Mark Bowman, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras. Uh, can't wait to see what happens, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening.